did some running and it was so windy that I nearly got blown over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the wind also makes me angry. Yeah, it does. No, you red. hate the wind, don't you? you get <laughs> really hate the wind. Uh, irrationally angry oh, about the wind. I had to punch my hand once when I was on a run. I was so annoyed by the wind. <laughs> We are the Clarks. The podcast. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Fine, thanks. Good. <laughs> <laughs> we live together and we're asking how we are. No. I think it's good. It's for the listeners. Hi, listeners. <laughs> um, I've decided to rename this podcast, by the way. Go on then. It's called Big Hair, No Hair. Big hair, no hair. Yeah. So, thanks. Because <laughs> I've got big hair. If and I I've don't, got no hair. if I don't straighten my hair, it's like you know, Wallace and Gromit. Yep. What's her name? Wendy, the the lady in it yeah. that loves Wallace. Yes. I don't like her. <laughs> or Monica in Friends when she goes to. Oh yeah. Wait, hold on. Where is it? Barbados. 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 It's the humidity. (laughs) Yeah, this is what Anna currently looks like in front of me. Um, This is our third attempt at trying to record this (laughs) podcast. Um, We tried to record the first bit and uh, had a complete laughing fit, so (laughs) ditch that one. We then recorded again and then realised it was super boring. as dish. (laughs) (laughs) We were like, I have a camera and a 35mm and a 50mm and a 85mm. It's really boring. Yeah, it was that awkward like second album syndrome. So mm. second podcast, it was a bit dull. So we've decided to just scrap it and do it again instead yeah. of trying to fix it in the edit. So what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about all the gear and no idea. Yes. So basically we're going to um, talk about everything we've got, what we use, why we use it, how we use it on a wedding day and yep. for other shoots, etc. Um, and how that translates for video um, and or photos Indeed. as well. Because we put a post out there on Instagram and a few people asked some questions about that kind of stuff. So we'll try and address those throughout the podcast as well. Um, but before we get started on that, we just want to say thank you to everybody that's listened to the first episode of the podcast. Thank you you so much it's really kind and anybody that's um taking the time to drop us a little message on instagram or um anywhere else um thank you so much for your messages um it's really nice to hear it is thank you we're really glad that some people are listening other than our families (laughs) and some really good photographers hi ed godden thanks for listening to us on your run yeah absolutely um blue ridge films as well yep thank you so much for your lovely messages indeed and also thanks to Amy Bennett Photography. She retweeted it as well on her yeah. stories. That's Hi, really Amy. nice. Yeah, cool. Thank you so much, guys. And some of the people have dropped us messages and send us little um, likes and thumbs up and claps and all that kind of stuff. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Right, so let's jump straight into this because we are conscious that this is quite a geeky podcast. So yeah. if you're not into that kind of stuff, that's fine. Just skip it and <laughs> maybe potentially listen. Dull. <laughs> potentially dull. Potentially dull. Listen to, the, listen to another out. one. <laughs> Go and listen to something better. Um, but if you are into or care about um, the gear that we use, then hopefully you find this useful. So what what gear do we have, Anna? We have some Canon 5D Mark IVs. So How many? Four. Two each, <laughs> essentially. They're great. We love yeah. using those. On our previous podcast, previous podcast, we talked about why we shoot Canon. Oh yeah. Well, well, how we why we started shooting Canon mm. and how that ended up resulting in us shooting video, which is cool. So Indeed. That, that we continue to shoot Canon. 
So the lenses that we have are all Canon. Yep. Um, all L series lenses. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yep. Um, 24, 1.4, 50, 1.2, 35, 1.4, 85, 1.2, 85, 1.4, 100 20, mil, 100 mil, 2.8 yep. with uh, macro, macro image stabilisation. Yeah. <laughs> image stabilisation. So those are all the primes that we have. Yeah. And then we have three zooms. Some zooms. 24, 70. Yep. 2.8. Mark 2. Mark 2. 16, 35. 2.8 Mark 1. And a 7200. Yep. 2.8. Yep. Mark 2. Yeah. With stabilisation. Yes. That's pretty much everything. So when I when we shoot photos, we 90% use primes. Yep. And also when we shoot video, I'd say we use 90% primes. Yeah, sure. And why why is that? Why do we use primes? So we do have a question from Blue Ridge actually on um, Instagram primes or zooms for video yeah so maybe let's answer that first okay. why why do we we mainly use primes occasionally use zooms yeah why is that well there's a couple of trade-offs isn't there there's like you have a convenience with zoom lenses because you can change the focal length without having to move your body um and, and that can be useful in in some instances for instance in restricted areas like churches etc so mm. when i'm shooting in a church or i'm shooting a you know a, a ceremony or somewhere where i can't move around too much because i'm causing too much of a distraction then i'll probably use a zoom i.e use the 70 to 200 because i can get different angles or different shots close-ups or wides etc with whilst being in the same position so really yeah. useful but the trade-off is that the the glass isn't they're quite as nice. as nice. They're just not as nice. They're um, they're just they're not a, a nicer, like appealing to me as a as um. As, they just as don't a, look as image. nice. Yeah, the colours aren't as good. Yeah. Um, the sharpness isn't as good. And also, we like a, a very important point is we like to shoot as wide open usually as we possibly can. So yeah. they only go. We've only got two point eight aperture on them, yeah, which is um, pretty wide. I yeah, mean, it you is. get a really nice bokeh. Bender. Yeah, but behind it but Depends it's not it's standing. no 1.4 where your subject is but yeah no it's no 1.4 whereas if we're shooting um a video together and i'm at the back i tend to use i use prime so yeah, i'll use prime. usually put uh, the 85 1.2 on yeah. or the 24 if i want to get wide yeah whatever dependent on the situation but i mean you're locked off you put put it on a tripod Pretty much let it run. Have a dance at the back. Have a dance at the back. Especially if they play Lord of the Dance, my favourite hymn. <laughs> <laughs> Try and... Uh, you yeah. think I'm joking, but I'm not. No, I do absolutely. Dance. I know. I know. Mm. You try and distract me as much as possible. I try and, obviously, I don't get in the shot. I'm very professional. That's for video. And then um, when we shoot photos, again, 99% of the time we shoot primes. Yeah. So if for the same reason. We yeah. like shooting wide open and... For me, I'm less lazy when I'm shooting with primes. I, like Simon said before, I move my body rather than just zoom in and out. Yeah. Which so, helps with your composition. Yeah. It makes you think a little bit more about different angles because you're having to move around a bit more to get like a wider shot or a close yeah. shot. Then you, you start looking at the compositions a little bit differently. Well, yeah, and as you, opposed to just zooming in, zooming out, and then moving on yeah. because you've got a wide and a close. There's <laughs> an element of being like sociable at a wedding as well, isn't there? I think so. Yeah. Moving around as well. Obviously, you kind of want to be discreet but also sure. you need to interact with people so having to move around um to get different shots yeah. like forces you into it yeah. it has you have to get closer to people so you might have to 
da, 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 speak to people. What? What? Um, which is cool. It's all part of it, which is good. But, but occasionally, I, can, I can understand that you, you, you know, there are people out there that will use a kind of zoom lens because they're not particularly comfortable and they want to be able to get yep. closer to people but be further away because they're not comfortable with, with yep. getting up with people and that takes time doesn't it totally. and practice and, and all, experience and, yeah and also simply maybe your approach is you do just want to just completely stay out of the way totally and that is also fine Absolutely. so it's we do some personal preference, yeah we it? do sometimes use um zoom lenses to get reps so the 7200 or the well, that's probably it, really. Or the twenty four seventy. Again, like twenty four seventy tends to be just in the bag as a backup, yeah. really, in case we have a failure yeah. in another lens, which we, we did once. To, yeah, thirty five mil broke. Yeah, we need to wedding. chop it in as a as a you know a, a, an alternative. Yeah, so primes about that, and just generally, we've just noticed over the years the Canon glass is just delicious, mm-hmm. and it produces a much nicer colour tones yeah. and just a good better quality. Nice yeah. bocker. Yeah, really. If nice. anyone's really unsure about um the difference between them, get if you've got a prime that's a, a fixed focal length, like a twenty-four mil prime, and you've got a zoom lens that happens to range between twenty-four and something, take a picture exactly the same, like keep yourself in the same position, take a picture on the twenty-four mil prime at wide open, whatever it happens to be, one point four, even even if it's two point eight. Take that picture, swap it out, put a 2470 on at yeah. 2.8, take exactly the same picture and then just compare them. Don't mm-hmm. do any editing or anything, just compare them like for like. And believe me, you if you can't see the difference in, you know. No. Yeah. And if, difference. and again, what we mentioned earlier in the, well, we mentioned in the previous podcast, if you're in doubt as to whether you should invest in these lenses, just hire them to start with. Absolutely. Go to lenses for hire and just hire yeah. one for a few days mm-hmm. or for a wedding or whatever and check it out and then you'll know whether you want to invest or not and if you think you can notice the difference. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's not that the, the L-series lenses, obviously, the lenses that you use and the focal lens that you use are down to completely down to personal preference, aren't mm-hmm. they? It's what you feel comfortable with. I mean, like predominantly when you're at a wedding, you shoot because um, you shoot with Holdfast yeah. Money Makers. Yeah, so that's so, another piece of kit, isn't it? The yeah. uh, Holdfast Money Makers. Yeah, which, which are, are really nice. Uh, they're like, a, if, if you don't know what they are, they're like a leather strap or you can get um, fabric straps. But they go over, skin. they go through the shoulders. <laughs> so they sit on the shoulders and they um, are like cross-hatched at the back on, on your back. Yeah. So basically you take all the weight and they're, they're two holsters that come down and attach to the camera. So your camera's kind of, when they're not being held, swing by your hips, swing by your hips mm. kind of. And, and it's good because you can carry two cameras that I have to worry about dropping them because yep. I'm very clumsy, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't drop them. Um, plus, you know, I look like a cowboy. Yeah, so, so bonus. Who doesn't want that? Who doesn't want to look like a cowboy? It? Exactly. And um, from a kind of back point of view and, and carrying stuff around at weddings for like 12 hours a day when you're, you know, pushing 40 like me. Um, oh yeah, you're ca- a whole year older know, doing yeah. this podcast. Absolutely. I mean, I was 38 when we did our first one, and yeah. 39 now. It took yeah. us that long to wow. get to doing a second one. So but old. in all seriousness, celebrated my birthday two weeks Yay. ago, two three weeks ago, um, which was really nice. Went to Woolacombe in Devon. Yeah, for a nice little it was break. Great. It was great. Really nice. Yes. Did some running, and it was so windy that I nearly <laughs> got blown over. <laughs> yeah. And the wind also makes me angry. Yeah, it does. You red. hate the wind, don't you? you get really <laughs> I hate the wind. Irrationally angry oh, about the it. wind. I had to punch my hand once when I was on a run. I was so annoyed by the wind. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so annoying clapping you in the face and it makes you run slow. Yeah. Just annoys me. Yeah, fair enough. And you can't, oh. hear, you, can't hear your headphones very well. Yeah, you've got swishes your hair around. Yeah. 
I get it. It's it doesn't switch my hair around. No. <laughs> no. No. It does not. So. So we digress. Other question, which is um, from Blue Ridge as well, is when shooting a photo and a video. So we, one of our packages is photo and film together. So I shoot photos, some shoot yep. video. Do we share lenses or do we have multiples of certain ones? So the only multiple we really have is the 85, but they're different, the 1.2 and the 1.4. Yeah. Um, the reason we got the 1.4 was because it has image stabilisation. Yeah. So Simon can use it for filming. Yeah. Um, but generally, no, we use... Um, it's a relatively new lens, isn't it? It's only came out like middle of last year. So. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But generally, right. no, we don't share lenses. No. We um, use different ones. And I think that's really good because it means we are getting different angles and focal lengths and we're having to do different things for our couple. We're not yeah. just literally getting like a photo and then a, like yeah, a like shot a, in the film. Like a still mirror. of that image and exactly. a moving version of that image. So it's good that we have to sort of chop and change it us and it forces us to use different lenses throughout the day, which I, I really like as well because yeah. it means I might have to use like sometimes I have to use a 35mm more than I want to because yeah. Simon wants to use 50 mil, which I use yeah. quite a lot. So we do swap lenses, but very occasionally, don't we? I mean, this is probably a good opportunity to talk about what you use from a photo point of yeah. view at a wedding. I mean, this is regardless of whether we're shooting as two still photographers yeah. and I'm a second shooter or whatever, or we're shooting um, as you're shooting the photos and I'm shooting the film. It doesn't really change, Not does it, between those, between those two kind no. of disciplines. But if you, you talk a little bit about what you use predominantly on a wedding day, on a typical wedding day, so, so this is like prep, you know, yeah. um, so, all that stuff. So I use the uh, 24 mil and the 50 mil to start off with on mm -hmm. my cameras. And then in my bag, I have the 85 mil. The 1.2. 1.2. Yeah. And the 100 mil macro, mm -hmm. 2.8. Simon usually uses the 35 mil. And the eight, And the 85, 85 1.4. And yeah. then in your bag, well, one of us, well, depending on whether, which one of us is going to get to the venue first. One of us will have the 1635 in our bag as well to yeah. get a wide shot. Sometimes yeah. it's me, sometimes it's Simon. That yeah. just depends. But generally I use the 24 mil. Or church or anything. Yeah, whatever. When we're doing that kind of architectural stuff. And generally I use the, yeah, 2450. I like the wide angle that it gets me just for various things, for shots of the room. I even like, you know, I use it quite a lot for shoot people shots, detail. And then the 50 mil is just a general, generally probably one of my favourite lenses to use. It's yeah. quite versatile. Um, it's lovely. It's delicious. Yeah, it's just a really like nice every lens. single shot Portraits, I take on that group mil. shots, all kinds of stuff. Really detail. It's good. Yeah. And then I do have I use have the hundred mil in there, which I don't always use, but it is good for detail. I really like how close I can get to stuff. Yeah. Um, it's got image stabilization as well, so it's great for video. I always I, I have it in my bag when we're shooting video or we're shooting yes. a joint. It's normally in my bag, but yeah. If we're shooting a lot. joint, as in we're doing video and photos, we're normally together at all yeah, points anyway. So yeah. both bags are in the same room 99% yeah. of the time. So you just grab it if we you need to, need to do a detail shot or whatever. So it's never really a, a massive issue. Yeah. So that's kind of briefly it. And then I think, what do you what do you predominantly have on your cameras all day when you typically shoot video? So when I'm, yeah, Typically, um, I shoot um, handheld for most of my wedding day, um, i.e. I have a cam the camera strap around my neck and I, I use a pistol grip, which is just a little thing that goes on the bottom where the tripod um, screw sits, a little pistol grip. So if you can imagine, um, quite hard to describe in audio, but 
Think stra- if you Google it. Strap around my neck and then a pistol grip underneath the camera to hold it stable. Looks like a kind of gun holster. And then I just hold the camera like that so I can move around. But then predominantly I have, um, well, always when I'm shooting handheld, I'll have an image stabilised lens on. So it'll either be the 85 1.4 or the 100mm 2.8 for most of my day. So that's all of the kind of stuff where I'm moving around, so prep and um, rep and couple shoots and stuff, probably most 99% of the couple shoot will be shot on an 85 1.4 um, or the 100 mil, dependent on kind of how comfortable the couple are. Yeah, just, if I don't want you near me, then yeah. just get the 100 mil on <laughs> yeah. and go yeah, yeah. along. And also if I'm working with another photographer that I'm not sure <laughs> kind of how else. close <laughs> they get or whatever, that kind of stuff, when it's yeah. a bit unpredictable, I might swap and change, but... Yeah. I mean, there's not much difference in those focal no, lengths. Exactly. But, but it um, gives me a good range. They are different. And I can go long. Yeah, I can still get a nice wide shot with an 85 mil if I just... Yeah. You know, go long. <laughs> take a half a mile run down the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'll have that. But then the only difference I'll change is when it comes to ceremonial speeches. And I mm. do exactly the same setup for ceremonial speeches. I'll have two tripods with two cameras on. I'll have one of those tripods will have a camera with a wide angle on. So the 16 to 35, capturing as much of what I'm covering as possible. So it either the ceremony and or the speeches so the top table and then on the other one i will have a tripod with normally the um 70 to 200 on yeah unless i'm really super close and then it might be like the 24 70 or whatever yeah. you know if you've got like a tight restricted civil ceremony yeah or whatever. but normally it's the 70 to 200 so i can then capture head and shoulder shots really nice close-ups when people are giving their vows or people exchanging rings all that kind of stuff yeah. and i've got variety and then i can pull back and get both of them yeah. in the frame and then that's exactly the same for speeches i can just cover whoever's speaking with a nice head and shoulder shot um dependent on where i am in the room i can always get relatively close to them and then in the edit I can cut to the wide angle so if i've got you um shooting as a second shooter for film you're then very lucky yes i am from there <laughs> <laughs> but normally you'll have like a prime on an 85 mil yeah. or 100 mil or something like that. I tend like to stick that. to like 85 and 100. Yeah. And you'll either be shooting at the back of the church or the back of the ceremony and just locking off and covering just, all of it from a different angle. Yeah. Or if you're uh, in during speeches, you'll just be kind of going around tables. Roaming. Trying to get um, nice reactions of people having a laugh or crying or whatever, whatever's yeah. going on. Or if I, the only other exception to that is if I have an awkward angle at speeches, because you can never yeah. tell, where I can't I've see the couple one. as well as the speaker, mm. um, which is quite often the case. And then I'll, I'll engage you to go and get mm. a nice angle of the couple. So then I can at least get some cutaways of them reacting to whoever's mm. talking. But that's about it. So yeah, generally we like to keep it pretty minimal with our kit. Um, apart from when we're shooting sort of for photos, we do have a couple of uh, flashes in our bag, just yep. Canon 582 speed lights. And what do pretty, we use those old for? Now. Dancing, that's yeah. it. When it when it gets dark. Yeah, when it gets <laughs> no, dark. No other reason we to use a flash. We don't really use flash, no. We're, in our opinion. We like a natural light yep. as much as possible. Okay. Um, we have a couple of LED panels, a mini one and a big one as well if for usually for filming if we're really struggling with low light yeah or we want to do something creative in the evening we can put these in the show notes what they are actually yeah, so sure. boring you with it now yeah. um the show notes that we don't have yet but we will have um yeah, we should get some show notes yeah. yeah show notes um yeah and then our bags are think tank bags um they're retrospective 10 and retrospective 5. That's it. Two different sizes, and essentially. And our card holders are also think tank. Yeah, which I think like 99% of the people either use or know about, yeah. which are just the 
CF and or SD card holders, yeah. which are the orange and blue ones. Uh, they're just brilliant. We've had them for years, haven't we? Yeah, um, and they're really good. Obviously, we use CF and SD cards in our cameras. We, yeah. Dual, dual card, because the Canon 5D Mark IV has dual card slots. So yeah. um, if you've got dual card slots, shoot you should be using them. them shoot with them. Yeah. So please. how do you shoot when you're shooting dual cards? Raw, raw on both. Yeah. Uh, in my mind, it it's quicker that way. And also, I shoot monochrome on the um, back of my camera. So um, if I shot raw JPEG, then all my JPEGs would be monochrome so if i did need to use them yeah. then it would be a bit of a bummer that they'd all have to be back and white but you know as a backup fine yeah, but anyway i shoot raw raw we just have big cards basically mm-hmm. you can't dual shoot with video unfortunately nope. but um it's you can auto have, switch as well so you yeah. can still have two cards which I, do, I used to do but i don't tend to do anymore because our cards are so big, big i've got like yeah. 128 gig cards in so, i like big cards and i cannot lie <laughs> Other cards can't deny. <laughs> you smaller cards can't deny. <laughs> yeah, there we go. No, I knew it was in there somewhere. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't anymore. So, but you can like the, you have the ability to auto switch. So if you did have smaller cards, you could put a CF in an SD in, and then it would hmm. it still stops recording on video. But then you can just literally press record, and it starts recording on the Useful next. Useful if you're in a ceremony and you like can't totally. do that Velcro thing where you open your car back. <laughs> yeah. During the uh, yeah. that's not how Velcro sounds. But <laughs> there. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, that's better. <laughs> Mine was like a creaky door. Yeah, we're leaving the church. The, <laughs> do you remember that time when we had that um, ceremony and the bride was really late oh, for yeah. whatever reason and the organist was getting really, really annoyed about it. <laughs> he he was so s- annoyed because he had another event to go to straight after he was, you know, or- organing. Hold on. <laughs> What's the word? Playing his organ. Play, he's playing his organ or a piano at some other event. So he's yeah. getting really wound up. Like, and I was just there, set up filming. It was just a film wedding, wasn't it? So yeah, you were I was off at the back. With, uh, at the back, kind of hanging yeah. out, waiting for the bride to arrive. I was at the front, just listening to this organist get like more and more wound up. That yeah. The bride wasn't there. And he was like, well, I'm going to have to leave. I'm, go- I'm just going to have to leave. Yeah, and so, we were, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I really, I don't care. I don't know what you're telling me. Um, so and then, then like three quarters of the way through the yeah. ceremony, he like played a second hymn. Yeah. And then there was a really quiet bit, wasn't it? It must have been the vows or the exchange of rings or something where it was quite Or just quiet. like a reading, yeah. I think it was. Well, yeah. everyone was being super quiet. And all you heard was him just like pack up his like books. Yeah. Get up. And you heard like this comedy moment of just like... And he just like slammed the door. He just left. Church and left. So luckily they had um, a violinist, I think, didn't they? That (laughs) she had to play the rest of the hymns. Yeah, that was crazy. It was so weird. I was just like, as if you just left halfway through through a ceremony. Didn't even like do it subtly. Yeah. Stomped out. Yeah. Yeah. So I think again we digress. Yeah, we've digressed. It's fine. Where were we at? For other things that we. Best, I think. Yeah, other things that we have in our bags, really. So you, you. I have in my bag. A five pound note. Yeah. Because. Why is that? Just in case. If I'm at a bar, if I need a taxi, yeah. if I need to pay for parking. Normally, if you're at a bar. <laughs> 99% if I'm at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> you really need and a I drink. really need a gin. Yeah. It's there. Um, yeah, just emergency money. And then I have some polos because you can, you know, you always need fresh breath. But also as well with in all seriousness with grooms and stuff like 
they always are like, has anyone got any mints or chewing gums yeah. or anything? You kind of just yeah. strap them off. Yeah. Or they're like five minutes before the ceremony and they're like, oh my God. I, I did do that once a couple though. of beers. I did do that once and I gave um, the groom a polo just before the ceremony and right. then he had it through the whole ceremony oh, and no. the bride was really annoyed because she was like, <laughs> he was just sucking on a polo the whole time. And I was like, uh, who, oh, who gave him that? that nothing uh, to do know. with me, sorry. <laughs> I didn't show him the photos, obviously, but yeah. uh, lol. Um, and then I also had some paracetamol and yeah. just sort of essential things like that, really. Yeah, we, we've, over the years, have kind of accumulated a few things that yeah. are kind of useful. Like um, we've got a little pen knife in there, which has yeah. some small scissors for like grooms when they often don't have like the, you know, they have that stitching in the top pocket and yeah. stuff. And they, like grooms never, you know, who has scissors? Guys who have scissors, obviously um, brides and, and makeup artists and they hairdressers always tend some, to have yeah. something useful. And women are generally more useful at, at carrying... More prepared, more prepared, I would say. Yeah, they've got better stuff. I mean, we're heavily... Guys are, guys are useless. Ster- like generalising here. But, yeah, but um, generally guys are pretty pretty useless at carrying kind of useful stuff. Mm. They rely on <laughs> handbags. But that's them. good. You've saved the day with your mini pen knife many yep, times. many times. Mm. We have some heel stoppers in, which yeah. are those little plastic things that go on top of like stiletto heels. Yeah, so people um, can walk on the grass. And if you need to do shots on the grass, like the bride's not going to get muddy. If yeah. they've got white wedding shoes, Absolutely. it's not going to get muddy. And also like guests as well yeah. um if you need to do the group shots on some sort of softer ground they're really useful um we've had it a few times haven't we they're like kind of brides or whatever don't want to go on the grass because it's a little bit damp yeah. or it's been raining and stuff and you're like well i've got a solution for this yeah so Indeed. often you can get the shot that you want in the area that you want yeah um, if you've get got the those. shots in the areas that there are like want. a couple of quid on amazon and yeah. we just throw them in a canvas bag and they just sit there and yeah we use them if we need to so but generally, I think that's kind of, um, that's the main things that we use and why. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a few more things when it comes to video that I carry around, obviously, because we, uh, we've got an audio, audio um, that's right. side audio. Of, of, of that, of that. but I can just briefly talk about that because, I, again, keep, keep, it brief. It, keep it super simple when it comes to audio. I carry um, these Sony ICD TX650 Slim Digital PCM slash MP3 Stereo voice recorder with OLED bright display in black. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. I'll remember that. But that's their exact description on Amazon. And basically, despite their really long description, they're very, very simple USB charged um, dictaphone style um, pencil things with a little hook on them. So you put them in the in groom's top pockets or whoever's talking's top pocket for speeches and for ceremony. Um, I found out about these just over about a year ago from um, the lovely friends at Blue Ridge who asked the questions earlier. Thanks, guys. Um, uh, we were shooting a wedding with them where we were shooting the photos and they were doing the film at yeah. Shustet Barnes and uh, they were using them. And I was like, what are these? They're like the, the holy grail um, of, of convenience. Got one of those, really like them. They're great. I've now got three of them. Um, I might even buy another one this year because, um, you know, oh. the situations where you have... Calm down. Father of the bride, groom, and then two best men. Like more often than not, we're getting multiple best men. Um, so what we can, yeah. what can do in that instance is just put one of these on each um, jacket or shirt or tie or whatever, and then just leave them to it. They can just get on with yeah, it. Yeah, because it before you had to go in and swap the lapels over, which obviously yeah. is a bit annoying. Yeah, I mean, I it, mean, it only took two seconds, but yeah. like it's a bit irritating. But still, it's Whereas something else I don't have to worry about or really think good. about. Yeah, and you don't have to carry batteries yeah. and all that stuff and yeah. worry about your iPods like connecting and things like that. But so. yeah, they're USB charged, internal memory, so there's no faffing. You just literally turn them on, press record, put it on hold lock so they can't be turned off. 
and then away you go. They're brilliant. Or Tim. So we use three of those and I've got H4N in my bag as well for like ambient audio and sticking it in a church for getting really nice uh, hymns and all that kind of stuff or any performances that are happening. So if anyone's got string quartets or um, acoustic guitars or doing any performances in churches yeah. or civils. Um, just to have the H4N to capture all of that because it's really good quality. In fact, it's what we're recording this podcast on right now. It is. Um, so I have a Sony's and a H4N in my bag. And then I also still have my old lapel, Rode Mike, um, lav lapel thing in my bag just as a backup if I either yep. lose and or any of the Sony's It's all about the backups. Me. Yep. I have two uh, Rode micro video mics oh, yeah, on, on top, top of the of, camera on, on cameras <clears throat> just to get a better audio feed from the onboard plus um, also audio. the image stabilizer the image stabilized lenses make a clicking sound so if you're gonna if you need to use the audio from your onboard yeah it's the not microphone. the image stabilization it's the auto focusing oh. that causes causes the um the focus ring to constantly click and move oh, okay you do get a slight hum from image stabilised lenses because the motor's working in them. Okay, so for well, anyway, the clicking sound that you get yeah. on the cameras from the lens yep. doesn't pick it up. Yeah, so I've got two of those micro road mics just to get a nice clean audio feed from the onboard cameras. Again, it's another backup if ever I need to use it, if everything fails, um, mm. which has happened Plus in the they past. they look really cool on your camera. You do. You, you like a nice furry friend, don't you, on the top of the camera? Yeah. Um, so I use those because... Um, with the Mark IVs, we've got like autofocus and obviously image stabilised lenses all make kind of noises within yeah. the lenses. And So the onboard audio directly out the yeah, camera, just um, you, get, you can hear it. So you get loads these, of clicking. At least and, you, you can't as much yeah. if you need to rely on that audio, which yep. you don't really, but it's again, it's yeah. a backup. Yeah. It's really good tracking audio, um, which I use um, when you're syncing up yeah. external audio against what's on the camera what you're seeing and visually. attached to the footage. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. so Cool. Good. So I think that's kind of about it, really. I think we've bored you enough with what gear we use. Um, but that's it. That's that's keep it nice and simple. But I, think, I think yeah, keep it simple. We've gone we've gone all the way, haven't we? We've yeah. gone to the extremes of having everything, yeah. and then kind of realizing what we do and don't. We use. have forgotten one important piece of kit: the drone. We have a drone. Oh yeah, yeah. So we have a DJI Mavic Pro, yep. which we do carry with us, and we take video footage and stills. Yep. So um, we have it for we both. We always have it in our um, kit. We don't guarantee that we can use it at every wedding because yeah. obviously it's weather dependent, time dependent, location dependent, so many Everything. factors. Yeah. Um, but it is a really nice addition. To, you know, to telling the story, getting some nice yeah, different, different angles, and isn't it? it's good for storytelling, sort of setting the scene. And we tend to get it for like landscapes and venue details, really. But yeah. that is a really nice cool establishing shots that we, for um, videos that we use. Yeah. Um, Certainly not something that we offer like as an added extra or whatever. No, it's just, it's just part of the kit, yeah. and hope and and we'll use, we'll definitely use it if we can. Just see it as another camera, really. Yeah, totally. I also carry occasionally carry a GoPro. I've got a GoPro mm. Hero Five, something or other black, um, and just have that on a little gorilla pod that it just sits. We just throw it in the boot, really, and it's just there, just in case. And the only other time I use it is for grabbing time lapses. Yeah. So if we get a really nice sunset or we get um, a, a day to night kind of really nice venue shot yeah. and I get the time to just go and throw it on a tree or something like that yeah. and a gorilla pod and I just let it run for its entire battery length which is about two and a half hours a GoPro battery runs yeah. for just shoot it everything at like 2.7k and just let it run and then I will just and once you left it on a 
Bale of hay. Bale of hay, yeah. At um, uh, Shustoke Barnes. And then when you got it back, when we went into the field later on, yeah, Shustoke, and um, it was just on the floor and the bale of hay had gone. (laughs) And then we looked at the footage back and luckily the very kind farmer um, (laughs) came to move the hail of bay but noticed the GoPro. The hail of bay? The the bale of hay. (laughs) (laughs) The hail of bay. That you can have, people. The hail of bay. The hail of bay, there you Um, go. And Where is the Hail of Bay? Is that is that in Wales or the Hail of Bay? I think it's New Zealand. <laughs> ah, okay, cool. yeah. So um, with the bale of hay. Anyway, the farmer moved the GoPro. It, yeah. He gave us the thumbs up. Yeah, it was, it was really... fun. It was fun to watch back <laughs> in the edit. It was good fun to watch back in the edit. Yeah. So one thing you were talking about earlier when you said you shoot monochrome on the back of the camera, maybe yeah. worth a conversation about okay. why, why you do that. I shoot monochrome because so I hate colour. What does that mean? Like. You, the colour profile, basically it's the, just the colour yeah, profile on the back of the camera. Yeah, you just set the colour profile on the back of the camera to monochrome, so black and white. So yep. whenever you see the JPEG preview, which is what appears on the back of the camera screen, is black and white. And then you can change the settings within that. So I up the contrast and the sharpness um, to full whack. Um, and basically, I got this technique. I think it's a Jose Villa technique, right. um, which... Steve Gerrard learned and then I learned from Steve Gerrard. Um, I think that's where I got it from. A few mm. a few other photographers yeah. do it as well. Yep. Um, and basically, it just by taking out all the colour, um, it allows you to see where the light hits better. Yep. So you can concentrate on get, which is obviously, you know, the aim of the game is to find the best light and shoot in the best the light. light. It's all, about light. all about the light. So you, it enables you to see where the light is hitting so much better than when yep. you've got colour involved. Yep. And also you can see, your comp- I feel anyway, you can see your composition better because you no just haven't got the distractions of colour there. Yep. So it just helps me with that really. And yeah. that's we Well, you started doing it, really. you just wanted to try it out, just see it, what it was. And, and we also found, because you started it and then about four or five months later, I kind of, I was a bit more nervous about doing it. And then I, I, I started it and then really got on board with it. It took a, took a few shoots, didn't it? To kind of get yeah. used to it. It is weird. Uh, it is weird. To. Really weird. And it's, it's that confidence And you worry thing, that like, <laughs> you, everything's just going to be black and white. Yeah. But <laughs> you get it's home. not. You know, it's, if you're <laughs> shooting raw, file. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, it makes Don't no do difference it in But also I, I found that my, um, when I was uh, setting my exposure, you know, or yeah. shutter or whatever, was I was better. exposing like my, ex- yeah. my exposure. Because you can see the light better. Up, went up. Yeah. Like much. I was so, I was getting it getting it dead on a yeah, lot quicker. That's it. Than than with colour. Underexposing, overexposing. Simon whatever. less crap. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I think we've covered it. Gear. Gear. Geeky gear. Now you have all the idea about the gear. About the gear. What we use. So you know what we use, I think how in, we use it when we use it. In summary, we keep it relatively simple. Shoot four cameras, predominantly primes, have a couple of zooms when needed. Um simple audio, which absolutely does the job really well. Mm. Um, couple of tripods, nothing, nothing too fancy. That's it. Yeah, he's busy. Keep it, keep it. And lean. it's all about, it's all about the shot, isn't it? It's all about the composition and getting the right shots and 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 yeah, you know, know that gear inside out, absolutely. And then you can just forget about the gear, yeah, and yeah, and the gear then allows you to get the shots that you want to. <laughs> yeah, get. totally. It's ne- you, you know, you're never going to buy a new piece of gear and it's never going to make you a better photographer or vid- or videographer. No, um, it's that's like five. As far as I'm concerned, it's like five percent of it. Yeah, the rest of it comes from you. Agree. But as well, what uh, worth pointing out? Obviously, there is differences in like quality of gear. So of course. we use Canon primes and Canon glass because mm. we think it's the best. Yeah. So 
we want to invest in really good quality gear because we're charging a lot of money for our to shoot people's weddings yeah, and we think they deserve the best and we want our photos to be the best i mean some photographers might argue that some of the cheaper lenses are just, just as good, good and you yeah. can't see, tell the difference but i disagree and i think you can tell the difference personally yeah, so I mean, whether a, whether a couple will be able to tell the difference probably I'm, not, I'm not sure, but, but i can and i know in my heart of hearts i'm using the best so yeah. you know yeah, why wouldn't you buy it i mean you know I mean, obviously, money is a big factor. Of course. But again, you but can... We didn't start out with all no. this gear, did we? Ooh. We started out with, you know, like we were talking about in the last podcast, We start, you start out with and you get what you can to to start learning your craft. Yeah, then, totally. If you can have, you know, if you've got the money to, to invest in, in, in it, like, mm. why wouldn't you? Yeah. Get the best you do can it. buy. What, what else do we use? So that kind of covers everything that we use on location and when we go out and... Uh, you know, nothing really changes when we're shooting family shoots or shooting no. portraits or doing any kind of commercial no. work for anybody. It's always anybody. the same. It's always the same. Obviously, stuff, you adapt the lenses, yeah, to your environment, of but course. that goes without saying. Yeah, but that, that's all the gear that's we it, own. Really. So that, and that's just our kind of arsenal of stuff. If you've got use. anything, any questions about it, or we haven't mentioned anything, or yeah. you want to know more specifics, please just let us know. Yeah, sure. Um, drop us but an email. Do... Hello at We Are the Clocks or Instagram message. Yeah. But anything that we uh, don't use on location, which is where I was going with it, was um, at home for editing. We use two iMacs, um, one each. And mm. we've got a, a MacBook Pro that we take on location. So we've just got a computer there so we can do back. We, we really don't really use it for editing. We just use it for backing up and yeah, oh, basic editing. Yeah, sometimes. basic editing. Um, but we have but that. that so change, we can have that in the boot yeah. and um, bits and bobs and have that around. Use various hard drives. Obviously, we got like a thousand hard drives mm. or whatever predominantly use western digital because they're really reliable yeah and they're not you know they're not um you don't need to power them they're just usb yeah they're we small. use like the passport drives usb3 passport drives you so can get fairly big ones four terabyte ter- yeah. that's quite good quite portable good uh that's about it isn't it yeah you use obviously lightroom and photoshop yep for editing photos yes. and then i use final cut pro for editing yeah films. But that's a whole other podcast and i think one of our next podcasts is going to be hacks 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 lightroom hacks got some kick-ass hacks for you kick-ass hacks yeah that's going to be really interesting because we've got some we've got some good tips that we've learned over the years of like how to optimize lightroom and and just some things to really speed up your workflow yeah if not if you're struggling, but even just things that... Just to you make... Know, I mean, who doesn't want Lightroom to run exactly. faster? Who doesn't we want to do, do their work faster so they can spend more time drinking. watching Netflix <laughs> and drinking? <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic, I promise. <laughs> I'm really not. a little bit. Uh, yeah, so... So, um, yeah, we're going to do Lightroom. We're going to do, like, Anna's f- top five tips or whatever for Lightroom. Yeah. And then I'm going to do my top five stuff for Final Cut. That'll be good. Can't wait to talk about that. We're also having a shoot uh, next week, a family we'll a shoot. <laughs> we're getting photographed. We're going the other side of the lens. Oh and um, we think we might talk about that as well and how our experience was. It's been a while since we've had our photograph taken by time, someone else professionally. And uh, yeah, I think we might just chat about that experience. Yeah. And I think that'll be, it's going to be really interesting because we're, we're, we're having our us. first like professional 
family shoot. Well, well, not technically. Steve, Steve. came over and, and yeah. came to say hello and meet but Eleanor. We were and, and very, very new to being parents then, and <laughs> very tired. Let's face it, our brains didn't really work properly. <laughs> but we only we, we only went out for like fifteen minutes and had some nice shots. Which yeah, was, it was really we, nice. Was I'm really glad to have those photos. Um, Thank but you. But yeah, we we booked the Crawleys to um, yes. to Liam Crawley's coming over um, next Tuesday, Thursday, Thursday to. Um, to come and do a family shoot with yeah, us, which hopefully. is really exciting. Cause it's so, been, you know, as Anna said, it's been a long time. Yeah, so that'll be really fun. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Nerve-wracking, though. Yeah. You forget, don't you, that because we do it so often yeah. and we shoot, we go and shoot couples that have never had professional photos done or, or you know, if it's their wedding or an engagement shoot or whatever. We for, You forget that, and everybody says, obviously, they have their photograph taken, but you get what, forget what that yeah, feeling you do. of Yeah, so I think of, it's really important to, like, be on the other side yeah. and have someone that you don't really know. Yeah. We've met Liam before, but you yeah. don't really, you know, it's not, it's not like you taking my photograph, no, for example. Absolutely. So it'll be good. It'll be a good experience, I think. Plus, obviously, we'll get some awesome pictures to yeah. celebrate Elle's first birthday. Yeah, which is next Wednesday. Oh God, I can't believe we've got a one-year-old. That's crazy. Wow. So, um, but so that's it. We'll leave you to it, guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank yes. you again for listening. If you'd like to leave us a five-star review, we'd, that'd be much appreciated. Yeah, anything less than and that, just leave it. Just don't bother. Don't bother. Don't, don't <laughs> want to know. Tell a friend, get them to listen. You know, if you're listening to it on your favourite app, take a screenshot, post it on social media. Yeah, that'd be if really you could helpful. be so inclined. Um, share it. Share it. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell one person. Tell one person that you like and care about to listen to it. And then, you know. Tell them to tell someone. Tell them to tell someone. And then we can start Pyramid Scheme. (laughs) So, yeah, anyway, guys, have a good rest of your Wednesday. Yeah. Gearing up for wedding season. Yeah. We're good. Coming soon. We we shoot our first photo wedding. First photo. First photo wedding next Friday. So maybe we do a podcast about how that felt. The first and, one back. Yeah, the first photo. one back, 2019. Mm. So, so yeah, yeah, have a good one. That. Yeah, good. And we'll speak to you very soon. Take care now. Bye. Bye. Bye.